Today in the Chokesland Wrestling Report, we have Bullet Club Week. And I'm saying Bullet Club because this is the ninth anniversary of the Bullet Club faction. It's been around that long. We are going to go and do the Wrestling Dontaku review as Bullet Club made a big statement last Sunday in Furoku. Also, we're going to go through the lineup. Who is involved in the Best of Super Junior? A Impact Wrestling star is in it. So is the AEW. So we're going to have a lot of stuff. Plus, we're going to go do AEW uh, Rampage and Dynamite reviews and wrestling news and rumors. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City, and we are here today uh, doing the Bullet Club Week. I call it Bullet Club, the ninth anniversary of Bullet Club. That was on May third, I believe. Of uh, it was Wednesday, I think it was, or actually Tuesday was the ninth anniversary of Bullet Club. Rose to the wrestling scene back in 2013 with uh, Balak Fale, Carl Anderson, uh, Tamatanga, and of course the one and only Prince Devitt, aka Finn Balor. So it was ever since I seen this group, I became a mark, and I've been a mark for the big longest of the last nine years. I love Bullet Club, even though they have been some time. Um, as far as them being around the nine years, it's been uh, ups and downs, you know, and it has not been uh, probably favorable for them. It looked like every time, like, oh, Bullet Club is done. They're not the same. But let me tell you something. If you guys remember back in, I believe, was in March or February when uh, Jay White turned on Tamatanga and everybody was wondering what was gonna happen. Now Tamatanga was no longer part of the Bullet Club, but he went to Japan. He was in the New Japan Cup. He was still part of Bullet Club. Goto, of course, had told the group, "You either with Jay White or with Tamatanga." They put that group in a situation, and you could tell that on the New Japan Cup, you saw Evil wrestling Tamatanga. And why not? And that's when the whole Bullet Club turned on Tamatanga, leaving him and his brother and um, Master Heater laid out. But Jay White was not in Japan. He was still in Impact. He was doing his thing over here, doing the USJ Challenge. And he was doing, being the catalyst that he is. And he was pulling all the strings from here in the United States. Well, that was not too long before he came back to New Japan and it happened at Wrestling Don Taco. But this event, um, I, to- I totally forgot that this even happened last week when I had my boy Michael J. Sorrentino in the Chokesland Wrestling Report podcast. And I totally forgot that that was going to happen. But then I started seeing all these little clips, things that happened 
in the event. And so I'm going to go through it and whatever. But before we do that, of course, there was also reports that Tatsumi Fujinami, who was supposed to team up with, um, I believe, uh, my God, who was the guys that they were supposed to team up? Oh, oh my God. I got to go through the whole thing. So uh, I know Fujinami and uh, Will Osprey were taken out of the event because they had COVID. They came out with COVID and they had symptoms. Uh, actually, uh, I believe um, Fujinami had symptoms or Osprey didn't. He was uh, asymptomatic. So that, you know, um, you know, kind of um, messed up the whole thing because it was supposed to be Shingo Takaji uh, teaming up with Tatsumi Fujinami. And I believe he was Bushi in that match. Uh, against the, uh, of course, Zack Sabre Jr., Taishi, and I believe it was, um, oh my God, I forgot the other guy. It's part of uh, the Minoru Suzuki gun. But Taichi ended up pinning Shingo Takaji in a six-man tag, set up another match between Shingo Takaji and Taishi because uh, a couple of weeks ago, Shingo Takaji beat Taishi in the Kano Pro Wrestling Trophy. This is the same trophy that Yano was walking around for the last two years and whatnot, even Chase Owen ones, this is a trophy where you could go and make up stipulations in these matches. So if they made a stipulation where one of them was a 30 count, something like that. And I, uh, I believe Shingo Takaji won that match and uh, it was a 30 count match on April 25th. So they had a match between but Taishi gets another shot at this King of Pro Wrestling trophy coming up in the future. Tonga Loa end up beating Tokyo Pimp, you know, um, from Bullet Club, getting some revenge against the BC and pretty much looking to get a shot at the never sixth man tag for the Tokyo Pimp, Evil, and um, Yo, who are the six man tags in Japan. So Tonga Loa got revenge, getting, um, pinning um, uh, the Tokyo Pimp, uh, Takahashi. So. That was some way to get back at Bullet Club. But Bullet Club was not going to be laying down. Because sooner or later they were going to do something. Um, I believe even in that match. I believe Yo got involved in that one. So Balak Fale and Chase Owen. Finally got the first titles. After being so many years in Bullet Club. Especially Balak Fale. Who is the founder of the Bullet Club. They end up being defeating Goto and Hiro, uh, Yoshihashi. And... Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn to win the IWGP Tag Team Championships in a three-way match. Um, and Balak Fale and Chase Owen end up winning that match and bringing the gold back to Bullet Club. Remember, Gorilla Destiny held those belts seven times before the breakup of the, actually them being thrown out of Bullet Club. So now Balak Fale and Chase Owen wins the uh, tag team titles Bala Fale who had won the IWGP Intercontinental Championship back in 2014 by defeating Hiroshi Tadahashi gets his second title in Japan after so many years and whatnot they introduced the best of super juniors but I will talk about that later the next match was the never open way championship between Evil and Tamatanga. And this was a good match. Back and forth, of course, Dick Togo got involved. So did Master Heater. Um, and it was, you know, Jado was trying to protect Tamatanga as much as he can. Uh, but Tamatanga wins, beats uh, Evil after all kinds of interference that were getting involved. 
beats Evil for the Never Open Win Championship. But a surprise. Guess who was back in Japan? The Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and um, Lou Gallows, came in the ring and attacked uh, Tamatanga. Um, uh, Tamatanga Law tried to come in, but that didn't help. And now this whole situation is going to get very, very interesting. Now, Carl Anderson came out of nowhere and said, I'm challenging you for the Never Open Weight Title Championship, which is uh, something that. It's going to be a good match, and it's going to be in Japan. So, I mean, it's, you can't ask for anything better than that. Uh, so, that was uh, cool. Taishi Ishimori wins the IWGP Junior Tag. Uh, actually, the IWGP Junior title for the third time. Get during this event, Bullet Club won another title. And again, Ishimori wins it the third time. I don't see anyone right now who's challenging him for that. But Ishimori is the man. I mean, he this kid... Um, he's so talented in that division. Hiroshi Tadahashi wins the IWGP United States title by beating Tomohiro Ishii in a good match. But he gets attacked by no other, which caught me off guard, than Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson uh, pretty much is now a member of Bullet Club. Which really threw me off because I, I kind of now I thought he was done with New Japan because I was the word he was doing interviews. He's talking about that he hoped one day to go to Impact. Um, so now Juice Robinson is part of Bullet Club. So Bullet Club gotten stronger, and Juice Robinson being part of that. I mean, you can't ask him for anything better than that. Again, Jay White doing all the moves in Japan and in, uh, in the United States. So we thought and whatnot. So. Other news, of course, uh, we also saw the, um, uh, after that match, we saw the uh, Naito versus uh, Okada. Great match the whole time. You know, you can't ask for anything better. And next thing you know, after the match, he did his, you know, talking to the crowd. And Jay White showed up out of nowhere. No one expected Jay White to be in Japan that night. And he confronted Okada, and then uh, uh, um, Ghetto went out of nowhere, and he jumped Tadahashi from behind. I'm not Tadahashi. I'm sorry, Okada from behind, and Jay White took out Okada, and then he left Okada laid out, and pretty much with the rest of the Bullet Club took pose with the pitcher, and pretty much Bullet Club made an impact in that show. I mean, it was crazy, and we all thought what was gonna. What's going to happen with Bullet Club? You know, Jay White's in the United States. And, and um, you know, what's going to happen? Well, there you have it. You have it right there. The the whole concept right now. I believe Jay White's going to end up beating Okada for the belt. Because, you know, it's been almost three years. Well, actually three years since Okada beat Jay White in Madison Square Garden. You know, and Jay White goes around talking about he single-handedly sold out Madison Square Garden, which I was there when he was when he got beaten by Okada. But do not be surprised that he beats Okada somewhere in the summertime in Dominion. They're gonna match They're gonna wrestle in Dominion. So, and that's in, I believe it's in June coming up after the best of the Super Juniors. Um, I could see Jay White actually beating. Uh, Okada for that belt is, is the payback in other words I mean Okada don't really need the belt he's always going to be a main inventor in New Japan so you know um, and speaking about the best of the Super Junior they announced the brackets uh, of the individuals 
who are going to participate in this, the best of the Super Juniors. This is the best tournament that anybody can have in the pro wrestling business. The best of the Super Junior and Bracket Abe. They got Takushi. They got Hiromu Takahashi. They got Yo. They got Bone Soldier Taiji Ishimori. They got Sho. They got Clark Connors. They got Alex Zane. And Impact's X Division Champion, a three-time Impact X Division Champion, Ace Austin. They got Francisco Aquatained, who's going to be part of that. He is part of, if I'm correct, he's part of the Empire. And then they're going to have Kanemaru. In the B bracket, they got Master Wado. They got Robbie Eagle. They got Bushi. They got Dookie, which Dookie was the one who was in that six-man tag. Desperado, Ed Fantasmo. They got Titan from CMML. They got Yuda. Yep, that Wheeler Yuda from AEW is going to be part of that. You're going to have TJP. And you're going to have El Lindemann for also from CMML. So that tournament is going to be out of this world, guys. Out of this world. So that is the New Japan pretty much um, what was going on. Um also, reports also with the New Japan, Koshisuke Okada on AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door. He said, I should be there. There's not much point if I'm not. He has a point. If you look, if you think of New Japan, who's the first person you think of? You think of Okada. You know what I'm saying? Then you think of Naito, and then you'll think of Jay White, and then you so on, so on. But if, right now, when you say New Japan, you said Koshisuke Okada is the man. He's the man right now. You know, you can't you can't ask for anything better than that. So, you know, um, so New Japan also announced that they're going to have Dominion on June 12th. That's a Sunday. So in the mat, in the actually the 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 the, the event, they already announced who is wrestling in that particular um, event. They're going to have for the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. I just said it. It's going to be Jay White against Okada. That's going to be crazy. Then we're going to have Tamatanga, the champion, versus Carl Anderson. So that's going to be interesting. The IWGP Tag Team Champions, Balak Fale and Chase Owens, is going to go against uh, Great Khan and Jeff Cobb. So they're going to have a one-on-one match between these two tag teams. The King of Pro Wrestling uh, 2022 Provisional Champion, or oh, the trophy, Shingo Takaji versus, who's the champion, versus Taishi. And then, you know, I, I mean, they already set up. Those th- next two months, you're going to have the best of Super Junior. If you're a big New Japan fan, you might as well enjoy that. And then you're going to have the, um, pretty much, you're going to have the minion right behind it. So, I mean, if you're a New Japan fan, you should be happy with that. Other news from Japan, they're going to have to, uh, Naito is set for undergo eye surgery. He may be out for a month, a month and a half. So notice that he is not part of the Dominion card, but they they could probably add another match in there and whatnot. So that's going to be interesting. So, you know, these are, this is stuff that, you know, um, you know, um, that you, you could, you know, we could go for it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that to enjoy. We'll be right back with more The Chokeslam Wrestling Report. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 
35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Hi, this is James Rodens from the WNR Podcast, and you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. In other news, Jonah, who uh, been wrestling with Impact Wrestling for the last, I say last six months maybe, next six months. Well, he's done with Impact, and he pretty much, um, and he pretty much is done. He wrestled PCO this, uh, I believe, last night, and he's done. He's done with Impact, so uh, we don't know where he's gonna. But I know he'll be in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he'll be in New Japan strong, really. So if you think about it, uh, let me see. Let me see other news. Uh, also, uh, I think that's about it when it comes to the news right now. As far as WWE is concerned, I know I don't really do a lot of WWE stuff. Um, I know um, Big E just announced that his um, his injury is not getting healed properly or is uh, optimistic healing. Um, so he still got to wear the brace. I mean, is he ever going to wrestle again? That, that's the sad part. And if he doesn't wrestle again, you know, they, they try and see if they could give him more time instead of fusion his neck. But right now, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good at all because it's gonna, it, he's going to be out for a while. He's going to be out for at least a year and a half because if he has to fuse his neck, mm, it's, it's, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. Um we got a new pro wrestling guerrilla champion, and it happened on uh, this past last weekend. Well, PWG delivering the goods has now a new PWG world champion. Bandito is no longer the champion as Daniel Garcia, AEW Daniel Garcia, captured the PWG, uh, PWG championship at PWG delivering the goods, defeating Bandito in the main event. Of the evening, the finish saw Garcia locked in a sharpshooter for the victory after a low blow and a series of spinning forearms. So, Danny Garcia is out there doing his thing. Um, and this guy, you know, I, I, and I'm going to keep it real. I don't like him being part of this Jericho Appreciation Society. And I will be talking about that um, um, when we go to the AEW review. Other news, Ricochet open to going to NXT return. Jokes, he's better than Will Osprey at basically everything. Well, I think as far as Ricochet is concerned, I don't knock this man because this man has so much skill and ability. This man is like a, it's like a flying, flying like a bird. This guy could wrestle. And when him and Will Osprey met back, I think it was 2015 or 2016 at the best of the Super Junior, it was a classic. Couldn't ask for anything better. That's when Will Osprey first came to Japan from the UK. And him and Ricochet had one of the best matches at the best of the Super Juniors. And it was a classic. But what the problem is here is that WWE don't let you or don't let these wrestlers 
pretty much wrestle the way they used to wrestle outside of WWE. They want them to wrestle WWE way, and you see what it go, what it takes them, right? Um, so that part is just, um, which is stupid because you're not you 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 taking away a lot of his uh, skills and his things that he could do and show the crowd, and you know, and maybe WWE. You get more fans. I'm like, wow, look, well, well, uh, Ricochet is doing things that he was doing back in New Japan or or in uh, Lucha Underground. But no, they rather have them, you know, wrestle, you know, WWE way, five minute matches, seven minute matches. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't make no sense, you know. So um, I don't know. But him and Will Ospreay had some great matches back then, and um. It's crazy. Also, talking about the WWE very quickly. Um, first of all, I just don't understand how for a month and a half they were um, advertising the um, the unification tag team match. And now all of a sudden they just put Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre into the fold. And let me tell you, I mean... You can tell WWE's not even trying. They're not even bothering. They don't care. They don't care if people are complaining about it because they're making their money through the advertising revenue. So they don't care. They don't care. And and be realistic. The the the, the investors who got money in the stock market with them, they're not gonna question that. They're not. They're not gonna question it because they don't know nothing about wrestling. They don't know how the concept of professional wrestling. They don't know anything. So they're not gonna ask. The WWE don't care. McMahon doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't care. So he's not even trying. He knows that you got they got a loyal base. And let's be realistic. They got WWE has a loyal base who doesn't leave the bubble of WWE because that's all they watch is WWE. And then they want to talk about what happened back in in WrestleMania 18 with the Rock and Hulk Hogan. And they want to talk about the past, but they don't want to talk about the present. Right now that the present right now is just straight up boring. That Ronda Rousey and and Charlotte and Charlotte Flair um, feud is horrible it is horrible that beat the clock challenge last week which was a tape whatever horrible especially um more on the ronda rousey side that girl can't wrestle for shit for nothing for beans she can't wrestle okay and then she put it in there with shotsy blackheart shotsy blackheart and ronda rousey they're not gonna have the same chemistry so you're gonna have ronda rousey who can't wrestle for shit who's gonna make a professional wrestler like shotsy blackheart tap out can you explain that one to me? Because I want to know. I really do. I really do. But, you know, and, you know, and I believe uh, WrestleMania Backlash is this weekend coming up. I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday, but it is what it is. So, you know, and also one thing I want to comment before I go away from WWE. Um, this whole thing where now Finn Balor is involved in AJ Styles' feud with Edge and they threw the Bullet Club too sweet thing uh you're about about eight nine years too late because that you know how cool that would have been if they would have had a, a fem, the ballot club with aj the the the, the good brothers together and that would have been mad cool you only needed those four guys but they didn't now they want to throw the two sweet sign now up i guess because it was bullet club week and they want to do that i mean they i guess we say bullet club for life but wwe uh, you know, taking little pot shots, but oh look, they threw the two sweet up. Anyway, system. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 honestly, I just sometimes shake my head on stuff like this. But you know, and then you gotta go and deal with 
some of these trolls online that they talk about, oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about? You hate WWE, you know? Nonsense, you know? We'll be right back with more The Chokesland Wrestling Report. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to The Chokeslam Wrestling Report. AEW, so I go with AEW this past Wednesday. Uh, AEW Dynamite had a um, day, day event. Um, they're pretty much setting up for next week for the Owen Hart quali- uh, Owen Hart tournament, actually. And I will be there live um, next Wednesday at the Long Island uh, UB, uh, uh, I think it's the USB Arena. I will be there. Bought tickets already, so I'm in there. So most likely, you guys are gonna get the pretty much the podcast a little earlier than usual because you know I usually wait to see Dynamite and Rampage. I see Dynamite on Wednesday, then I see Friday Rampage. I'll be able to see everything in one all in one night, and I'll be able to take notes down whatever I need to do, whatever it takes, you know. Um, but AEW this weekend, uh, actually this Wednesday. Had Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish for the Owen Hart qualification uh, for the tournament. Uh, Fish started working on Hardy's leg and he was using his martial arts skill. Also, he hit a top falcon arrow from the top row and it was, uh, it was, it was bad. It was like, uh, it was bad for Hardy. I don't know how he took that bump. Uh, uh, then Jeff came back and hits the Swanton bomb for the win, which was cool. Then the aftermath, this is the part that I didn't like because this is not everybody acts like, oh, my God, this is the Hardys and, and the Young Bucks. Are I saw the Young Bucks and, and the Hardy Boys wrestle back in 2017 when they met at the Ring of Honor uh, Manhattan Mayhem. Yes, 2017. I was at the, at the Hammerstein Ballroom when these guys faced each other. At that time, the Young Bucks were the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions and all of a sudden, um, you had the Young Bucks versus the Hardy, and the Hardys beat the Young Bucks for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. So, is this something they want? I don't know, but I'm not too crazy about it, to be honest. I, I really don't care about them going at it. So, uh, I think the Hardys, to me, right now, they're coming out too much, and I don't know. The Blackpool Combat Club uh, versus um, the Andrade's. Off uh, family office, Butcher Blaine and Helico ended up attacking the Black, Black, uh, Blackpool Combat Club on the outside. Judah and Danielson then started teaching a lesson to Helico and Blaine, but Butcher came in. He took control of the match by isolating Judah. But of course, Mox got tagged in. He starts going crazy with a cutter and, and biting on the Butcher. And then Danielson then puts Helico to sleep for the win. So that was cool. Um, it's nice to see on Helico, even though Jack Evans left AEW, he's not signing with them, so it's crazy. Um, of course, they did the Ricky Star and Powerhouse House promo, um, and then Lee and Swerve did they promo, but it looks like Starks and Powerhouse Hops uh, wants to get take the titles away from Jurassic Express, but before that happens, 
You're going to have Jungle Boys versus Ricky Starr for the FTW title somewhere down the line. I don't know if it's next week or, or uh, I, I don't know. I don't know when. This was very interesting. And we had Warlow versus Morrissey. And MJF came out, of course, like always. And Morrissey and Warlow then came out and they went at it. Morrissey took control of the match for a couple of minutes, but then Warlord hit a moonsault on Morrissey, and then he hit a powerbomb. One powerbomb. He didn't do the symphony powerbomb that he does. He did one powerbomb on Morrissey. Morrissey looked good. And uh, and he beat him. And then he takes the mic. Actually, before he took the mic, security came in, and he wiped out the whole security, like 20 or 30 guys. And then he took one guy and just threw him on top a bunch of securities and then he pretty much so uh mjf i'm still gonna come after you until you take me out of the contract so now it looks like n- next week at long island you're gonna have of course mjf who's loving long island he's gonna have the contract signing with stipulation of course of uh, and it's probably gonna be you know warlord's gonna wrestle mjf with the contract on the line so most likely probably probably the first one you're probably gonna see uh, MJF cheats some way or the other or, 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 or Sean Spear getting involved that's going to cost Warlow the match and they're going to keep embarrassing Warlow as the time comes up Hangman Page did a promo which kind of surprised me because he came out looking like a heel he pretty much talked about the double and nothing pay-per-view coming up with him and CM Punk and he pretty much said he's going to destroy CM Punk he's going to take him out I mean it sounded like are they putting him as the heel in this match? Why? Well, it could just be two fan favorite guys going at it, but that promo sounded like he is a heel. Had me going, hmm, interesting. Very interesting, but we'll see what happens. Then we had Chris Jericho versus Santana from Private Powerful. This match, I mean, you saw Santana... Pretty much taking control of Jericho. But of course, you knew this was going to happen. You know, too many people outside of ring involved, getting involved. And Jericho ended up beating Santana. Again, this storyline does not make no sense. This is a setup for for the stadium stampede. But who are going to be the next two guys who's going to join Santana, Ortiz, and Kingston? If it's not Homicide and it's not Hernandez, then don't bring anybody else. Because now you got only 20 more days, 3 more weeks before you finish. This, honestly, and it's just me, I cannot stand this storyline. I, I don't like it. With this sports entertainment. Because that, you know, the magic, Mr. Magic. Sports entertainment. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I don't I don't like the making Prime Powerful look so weak in this stupid storyline that it's just ridiculous. I don't understand it. And Santana Ortiz came in as the hottest tag team three years ago at All Out. What what what, what is going on? And I said this years ago. I mean, probably people, a lot of people, are like, oh, you you taking shots at AEW? Yes, I'm gonna take shots at AEW if you're not doing the right thing. And one thing is you're not doing is you're not putting Santana Ortiz in the title picture. This should be there. I, I don't understand that. Um. So more Joe did a promo, pretty much. I'm talking about Jay Leto. House of Black, very interesting situation. House of Black uh, was being called out by the blonde, uh, varsity blondes. 
I mean, two jobbers, I guess. Um, and I thought Julia Hart was going to end up joining the House of Black. But apparently she was scared. But you could tell she's going to join because she has the black thing under when they got the pads. They got the black thing that that um, the House of Black guys use, especially, um, you know, uh, oh, my God, I forgot his name. <sighs> the leader of House of Black. Wow, my mind is all messed up today. Um, so, you know. You know, it's gonna happen. Uh, um, you know, Malachi Black. That's what I want to. Yeah, Malachi Black. That same color on her eyes. So it's gonna happen. She's just. Uh, they just. I think she's gonna set up the uh, Death Triangle. It's gonna happen. And then they're probably gonna bring a girl, probably a female, to join that group. So, um, Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. This was a classic. Two guys doing the best they they do. You know, high flying stuff. But Phoenix hit a beautiful cutter. Nice uh, super kick by Dante at one point. I mean, he's caught Phoenix lovely. I'm talking about it. it was crazy. Both wrestlers at one point went for a Spanish fly, but both of them landing on on their feet. But then Dante hit a poison runner, but Phoenix then hit a brain buster. It was a nasty brain buster. And he ends up winning the match to qualify for the Owen Hart situation then we had a nice little promo which pretty much tells me a lot on this because the match that was supposed to start actually the main event was the ring of honor women's world champion unification match right and who comes out talking about the best wrestlers was thunder rosa the aew women's champion and serena deeps who are going to have a face-off or they're going to face each other at double or nothing and funny that you had the virtuosa Diana Perrazzo, who I personally feel she's the best wrestler in the world, and facing Mercedes Martinez, which I love the bat, the Boricua bat, not the Boricua bat, the Boricua OG, Mercedes Martinez, and then you had two girls before that match started talking about who's the best. Now, the main event, of course, Mercedes Martinez versus uh, the Virtuosa, Diana Perrazzo. This was a great match, back and forth. These two ladies went at it. Um, Diana was working on Mercedes' arm throughout the match. It was a great match with both wrestlers, but Mercedes ends up winning the match, beating uh, Diana Perrazzo. I mean, my thoughts on that is, I mean, I guess for one night, AEW worked with Impact. Both of the wrestlers of Impact lost in that, those matches. Now, I don't know if it's... Um, and I'm just speculating. I'm not saying it is, but you had two impact wrestlers in that event and both of them lost. And I pretty much I feel that not only that, at the end of the day, because impact decided to bond to be cute last October when they decided that, oh, we're working with New Japan. But they, you know, in reality, if it wasn't for AEW, who was working with New Japan with this forbidden door stuff, impact would not be working with New Japan. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. Okay? But at the same time, if you think about it, that's not what happened. You know what I'm saying? Instead, Impact decided after the uh, Bomb for Glory that they weren't going to work with Impact anymore because they felt, well, we got New Japan now. Well, uh, Tony Khan, to me, I feel like he got even because he figured, well, January, uh, Deanna Perrazzo wins the Ring of Honor title by being Roxy and whatnot. And then 
I was happy for Deanna Perrazzo having the belt because that's my girl. I love I love Deanna Perrazzo. Same way I love Mercedes Martinez. But at the end of the day, Tony Khan went and figured, well, okay, we'll see what happens, right? Meanwhile, Impact was bringing all these people from Ring of Honor and, you know, uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham, the Honor No More group. And then you had Deanna Perrazzo as the Honor, the, you know, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Here comes Tony Khan and buys Ring of Honor. Now, Deanna Perrazzo was supposed to come out that Supercar of Honor, but she couldn't because she was wrestling at the Multiverse show. And, of course, Tony Khan was like, okay, uh, I'm not going to make you wrestle because that's not cool. You know, you, it's too much for you. And at the end of the day, he set up the match, and Mercedes Martinez is now the um, undisputed Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Now, for this Impact Wrestling fans, I mean, you guys are losing guys back and forth. I mean, you're losing people. You just lost the inspiration, whatever they want. The ones who used to be known as the iconic, they retired. Now, Morrissey shows up at AEW. I don't know what how his what his contract looked like unless he's um, paid per show. Um, same thing with Deanna Parraza. Deanna Parraza's contract is almost over. I know Deanna Parraza said she wants to come to AEW. She made that clear. And I know I'm going to get a lot of heat from people who love Impact. But let's be realistic. Why is it you have, you, and they put it this way, the beginning of the year, these guys had, Impact had a lot of good, uh, they had a, a good, um, two couple of pay-per-views that were good, you know. Um, the first one was, I think, Hard to Kill, and then the one after that, uh, oh my God, I forgot the name of it, but it was in February, which I count, it was a, a 10. That's when uh, Eddie Edwards turned on Impact. Um but now we just saw Rebellion and it was not that good of a show. It wasn't. The not the main event was great. You know what I'm saying? But that that event wasn't great. That event wasn't great. Of course Ace Austin won the Exhibition Champion for the third time. You saw Tasha Steele beat Rosemary, which I'm saying to myself, Well, they still pushing that woman in impact. You gotta build something. But it is what it is. So now you know, what we saw this past week in AEW was that. Pretty much, but I think uh, Deanna Parada will fit perfectly in the women's division. And, and again, AEW's only been around. It's going to be three years coming up. Three. Just three. And they're giving you excellent matches. Yes, they have a lot of faults here and there. I'm not going to say they're perfect because they're not. But at the end of the day, they're going to do something. Also, the Forbidden Door for June 26th at Chicago United Center sold out. Sold out already. So there's no tickets for that. So, I mean, it's going to be, listen, it's going to be something for people to enjoy. And, and we're talking about double or nothing. And then almost a month later, Forbidden Door. You can't ask for anything, but with New Japan, 14, two weeks after J New Japan has the New Japan Dominion. So this whole week has been New Japan, New Japan, New Japan. And I'll keep telling people, don't sleep on New Japan. New Japan is in people uh, some wrestling fans sometimes uh, say stupid thing with racist comment oh it's the chinese guy it's not chinese stupid it's japanese okay and if you don't know about japanese wrestling let me tell you something you got a lot to learn let me tell you something japanese wrestling is the best in the world believe me i've been watching wrestling for close to 46 years japanese wrestling is the best in the world and anybody disagree with me then you need to check New Japan Pro Wrestling, you need to check NOAA. You need to see Old Japan Pro Wrestling, DDT, 
Dragon Gate. You can ask for anything better. So that is it for me, guys, for this podcast. Again, I want to thank everybody who's been supporting the YouTube channel. Also, you can listen to me through audio podcasts. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and any any audio platforms that is available so this i'm everywhere the youtube channel of course you guys you go go and subscribe to the youtube channel and um, you know hit that notification bell for new uploads share it with your friends share it with your pro wrestling fans uh, pro wrestling friends fans whatever and share it also i have a merchandise store called tcwr.veryinc com. that's tcwr very impressive.com and there you could you see the hats you'll see the sweat uh the hoodies you'll see three shirts with different design especially with one with the chokeslam wrestling report logo which is the main one so go check it out and then if you are in the website you could also check out the youtube video this is exact youtube video in the website and you can listen to the audio podcast if you choose to so again guys if you, I know a lot of you guys may, may not sit down and watch a YouTube video because you're you know, doing stuff at the house, but you could listen to the audio podcast available at Apple, Spotify, Our Radio, and any major audio platform that you like to listen to your favorite show. Shout out to my boy again, Michael J. Serentino, for showing up last week. Shout out to my boy Jay Sandy from the Turnbuckle Tabloid, and shout out to my 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 WNR podcast squad. You know what I'm saying? And much love for the people in UK. Until then, guys, be safe. Okay? Be safe and take care of yourself because uh, it looks like that little monster is trying to make a comeback. So keep yourself safe and healthy and protect your family. Until then, guys, peace. Top guy out. Get the music.